You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new edition of Locked On Indians. I'm your host, Jeff Ellis of 24-7 Sports. We have a packed show. Not only do we have to talk about the Indians and the Phillies, but we got to talk about the White Sox, the Rays, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Cubs, the Nationals, the Brewers, and the Pirates. Uh, feels like we're talking about half the league. We'll start out by talking about the weekend series. We will then talk about what's coming up and why all of those National League games are of such great importance to the Cleveland Indians. So at the start of the week, I said the Indians had to win five out of six games, and that's exactly what they did. I thought Saturday's game would be the... I thought Friday's game would be the easiest. I thought they'd win Saturday, and I thought Sunday would be the, the chance for them to get... Um, tripped up. Uh, my concerns with Saturday kind of came true. Is uh, Plesak very much struggled on that one, but we'll we'll get through it. So on Friday night, the Indians were able to win a close one, five to two. Uh, Carlos Carrasco got his first save. It was nice to see him come out and be effective after he kind of struggled at points. Shane Bieber continued to be fantastic. Drew Smiley was not good, which is kind of what we advertised for them. Chang. Nice to see him getting a double, Mercado as well. It's nice to see Mercado bouncing back. He had such a rough stretch, and this Philadelphia weekend, uh, he was the MVP offensively. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So first game, he goes two for four with a double, scores a pair of runs, also steals a base. Uh, game two, kind of the ugly performance for the Indians. They lose that one nine to four. He comes back in this one and goes one for four, and hits a home run, his 13th of the year. Now, Plesak uh, struggled. Oliver Prez then came in and gave up a big hit. James Hoyt, who had been really good, uh, not so much. Nick Wetgren and James Karen Chalk uh, both struggled a bit. Uh, we've kind of talked about how Wetgren is a prime regression candidate. The upside in this one, pitching wise, Brad Hand, one inning, struck out the side. Um, him back in any form is good for the Indians. Uh, the Indians had Jason Vargas on the mat several times, and he just kept kicking out. They weren't able to finish him off, and he ends up having one of his better starts of the year. Uh, I believe he had been like 0-8, was what they're talking about in the broadcast since the Phillies acquired him, so uh, he got that chance to break that losing streak. Uh, Vargas is just... The Indians have struggled with him through the years, but it's a different team, a different lineup. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they had a chance, and... They kind of failed. Uh, there's no other nice way to put it. Um, I'm kind of surprised that the... Uh, you, know, you get right down to it. Nick uh, Wetgren and James Karinchuk, uh Not great performances, but a lot of that was basically thanks to a Lindor, a silly error there. And Ryan Flattery. Like, if you trust Mike Freeman this little, why was he with the team all year? Uh, he is all of a sudden... Just getting very little usage for the Indians. Then we head into today's game, which was the most fun. Uh, it was kind of great to see, you know, the baseball team is on uh, Sunday night baseball. The football team is on Monday night football. What a day for downtown. Um, I am recording this after I finished watching the football game. Uh, my general thought, for those who care, is it's nice to root for a team that's competitive in a national TV game against a Super Bowl contender. But let's get back to this one. Uh, Fran Mel Reyes with his ninth of the year. Mercado with his 14th. I mean, we're looking at a guy who could be 
a plus defender in center field and a 2020 candidate. Um, I did not like the trade at the time. I don't think anyone in their wildest dreams projected what he's doing. I don't know if we even know how to project right now. It, it feels like um, there's just a difference. Uh, some guy, I, I don't even know how to put it. It's, you know, it's the whole idea. Lindor is much better than anyone projected him to be. No one talked about a potential 40 home run shortstop there, that he would be an A-Rod type. Like, that's not... But Mercado, I mean, I hated the deal, and I'm I'm an idiot, okay? I'll just accept that, and we can move on. What I did like here is Pletko was not sharp. If you were watching the game, he was around the zone but missing, and I understand part of that is by design. His stuff is average at best, and he kind of has to work the corners and hope to get calls. He wasn't getting the calls, and what I liked was instead of sticking with his pitcher, I thought Tino made the right call. He went to the pen, and Carrasco, another, I mean, fantastic performance. He, if he can get it together, you know, he had to, all the rust is even 100% with what he's going through and fighting, but uh, you get past it. Two out of three games, he was huge for the Indians this weekend, to save and to win, and you had Carrasco and Karinchok, and you do transform that pen. Uh, those are two deadly arms in that pen if, if everything is working right for the Indians. Oliver Perez bounces back. He's been really good this year. I mean, it, the Bryce Harper home run aside, he's been a solid lefty in this pen. And uh, Nick Goody, solid outing. Indians win this one 10-1. Uh, Santana was his 30th double, so a 30-30 year for him. Uh, Puig had a double. Week should have had two doubles. Uh, Brian Flattery with a double. You know, it's a good game when he's getting in the extra bases. Uh, I mean, a lot was made of that, but Puig hit one that was to the deepest part of the park in center field and uh, spent too much time admiring his shot and then didn't get to second base when he should have. Um, we can talk about the bunting. Uh, you have to love the fact that, you know, they reach out an error, so you then have... Roberto Perez, a power-hitting catcher, bunt, and the pitcher makes an error, so you get lucky. You've, you've twice gotten lucky. So let's come up and have Ryan Flattery bunt, um, and he almost bunts into a double play. I mean, they're lucky it didn't turn into one, and the Indians were eventually able to get one across, but he bunts it right back to the pitcher. Um, not ideal, uh, certainly, but uh, the Indians win 10-1. to 1. I'm not going to complain about this game. Yes, the bunting drives me nuts with Tito, but I do think it was astute pen management for once from him philadelphia now falls down to fourth in their division uh it's a tough division uh, there's little doubt about that but the indians did what they needed to do unfortunately the washington nationals did not and today they lost to the uh to the miami marlins one of the worst teams in baseball which is really what what you don't need if you're an indians fan um, the indians are currently tied with the rays for that uh, second wild card spot the Nationals and the Brewers are tied for the top wild card spot with the Cubs four games back and the New York Mets four and a half back. The Cubs have lost six in a row. They lost two to the Reds and then four to the Cardinals, and they are falling apart at the seams. And we want to root for this to continue because we want the Washington Nationals to wrap things up. We don't want them fighting. The problem is Pittsburgh is in complete total and utter free fall, um, just on top of, you know, their all-star pitcher being a total slime ball and getting arrested. Uh, it's 
you know Chris Archer and the fallout from that trade it's it's not been good for the Pirates and the Cubs get the advantage of facing them we'll go into more of that in a bit let's talk about Vivid Seats they're one of our sponsors and they're one of our newest sponsors Vivid Seats is like any other place you'd go to get tickets for events they have one advantage over every other site though they're going to reward you for going uh, we all like memberships and privileges and you know it's why we have cards for every grocery store you go to vivid seats is bringing that to the the ticket game so you're going to go there you're going to buy your tickets and you'll slowly um improve your rating uh through what you do and that'll give you more discounts so they're taking and changing the ticket game go to vivid seats use the promo code kickoff and you can save up to a hundred dollars on your purchase so the indians do make the playoffs remember vivid seats they're the place to go, and they will reward you in time. Our other sponsor is our oldest sponsor, uh, one that is near and dear to our heart because they were there at the beginning, and they've been there all season long. Um, and I'm sure someone smarter and cleverer than me could come up with a great uh, comparison of, of how they will always be there working for you to help you always be there working for your partner. Did I pull it off? BlueChew.com. They've been uh, fantastic to us, and I, we would appreciate it if you went to BlueChew.com you go over there and use the promo code MLB and you'll pay five bucks for shipping and you can give a free trial. You can see what mail enhancement does. If you've ever been curious, this is your way to get discreetly mailed to your door. Try it out. Since it's chewable, it gets in your bloodstream quicker and you're ready to do what you want to do quicker. They have all the same active ingredients. And again, they've been a fantastic sponsor and we are very, very thankful to bluechew.com. Remember, you go over there, you're going to use the promo code MLB to do a free trial you're just paying for the shipping so we're back now we focused on the indians in the first half of the show and we will in the second half as well but as i mentioned we really have to look at the national league wild card and the reason for this is the washington nationals we want them to clinch we want them to be done because right now it's setting up to the last two games of the year the Indians would have Patrick Corbin and Max Scherzer. Now they're likely to have Corbin no matter what, but if things fall correctly and the Nationals are assured the playoff spot, there's a good chance the Indians won't face Max Scherzer that Sunday. And if this race with the race stays as tight as it's looking like it's going to stay, you don't want to face Max Scherzer the final game of the year. You want National, the Washington Nationals to be saving him for their playoff game. The Indians are set up to have Mike Clevenger go in that game and... If you're out there and you're like, what shouldn't we be trying to save? We have Bieber. It's fine. Bieber and Clevenger. Bieber's actually been the better pitcher this year. Um, so we really want the Nationals to clinch. Um, I don't know how much home field means in the big picture of things. I think I would rather be the away team in a one-game series and have my number one starter going than home and throwing my number two or possibly number three, especially if they are already having Corbin go on Saturday. This sets up well for the Indians. problem is, I mean, the upside is the Cubs are in free fall. The problem is the Cubs have the Pittsburgh Pirates for three, who I've mentioned are really at this point falling apart and then it's the st louis cardinals who will have nothing to play for um right now the cardinal series you're not they're not gonna face anyone in that and they're not really facing anyone for the pirates it's an easy end for the cubs the nationals on the other hand um 
we talked about, you know, they're going to end against the Indians. They start their series is against the Philadelphia Phillies, who still have a reason to fight. They're not technically out of it. It is five games. That can't be right. Yeah, a five-game series against the Philadelphia Phillies, including a doubleheader on Tuesday. So they have a lot of games. Um, They're going to need arms. They're going to need depth. They're going to be a little tired, which might be good heading into Cleveland. There is no break for the Washington Nationals before um, before Cleveland heads there, I should say. Uh, The Nationals right now uh, will face Philly and Cleveland both at home. Thank you, schedule makers, for this horrible interleague matchup. Uh, in the heat of a race at the end of the year, it's just what we all want to see. But they have five games against Philly, three against Cleveland. And again, right now that series is setting up to be Voth versus Plesak. Toss up. Voth's been really good this year. I'd probably lean towards the Nationals. Corbin versus Pletko. I'm going to lean towards the Nationals. And Scherzer versus Clevenger. I would lean towards the Nationals. That's right. I would lean towards the Nationals in every single game in that series. It just does not set up to favor the Indians, which is why we want the Washington Nationals to clinch. We want them uh, not putting forth all of their talent in that series. Because Tampa, they have tomorrow against the Red Sox, um, Jules Chesen, who was cut by the Brewers this year against Blake Snell, who won the Cy Young last year. Uh, The Yankees have not announced either starter. It was supposed to be Tanaka, but uh, we'll see who they throw in either of those games Tuesday, Wednesday, before Tampa ends with the hapless Toronto Blue Jays. Um, it's not good. Um, I mean, there's a good chance that the Rays will go something like 5-1 and one over these last few games, or 4-2. and two. So the Indians really need to do that, but the problem again is I would view them as the uh, the non-favorite in every single game against the Nationals right now. So you're looking at an Indians team that looks more like a team that would go three and three, and a Rays team that I would favor at five and one. So that that's a huge advantage, and part of that reason why just to help even the odds, you really want um, you really want the Nationals to clinch. I mean, even in this situation, I think. The uh, the Rays are like 75% favorites to the Indians, 25%. This is going to be an extremely tight race. The, Wash- the Washington Nationals. I have Washington Nationals on the mind. The Chicago White Sox did do something to help out the Cleveland Indians, though. They moved their pitching around. This is great for Cleveland. Originally, it was supposed to be Clevenger versus Detweiler. Instead, the White Sox are putting in Hector Santiago, a... Uh, Left-handed pitcher who's really bounced around and been largely ineffective. Uh, he got uh, pretty well hit by the Tigers in his last matchup. My cat is agreeing that Hector Santiago is a good matchup for the uh, the Indians. So you got the Santiago matchup, which is a positive one. It would have been positive if it was still Detweiler. But uh, instead, Detweiler now pitches Wednesday. So that's back-to-back lefties who are not good, uh, who have been let go by other teams this year against the Indians' top two pitchers. Tuesday and Wednesdays are must-wins. The advantage is so huge for the Indians that they have to win those two games. End of story. Thursday, uh, Aaron Seivel's probably his final start of the year against Dylan Cease. Now, Dylan Cease started... Uh, since his start with the Indians, his last four outings have all been really good. He's starting to put it together. 
this is the game where I consider it I mean, a toss-up, in all honesty, in terms of pitching matchups. Savala's been fantastic for a while, but Cease has better stuff and probably has the higher ceiling and really seems to be clicking. He's already, uh, you know, shut down the Indians once this year. It's a rough matchup. So the Indians have to win these two on Tuesday and Wednesday because from Thursday to Sunday, the best you can hope is about an even match, um, barring the Nationals clinching and uh, changing their rotation around to set up for the playoffs. But that's kind of where we are. It's it's not ideal. The Indians are in a situation at this point going forward where their road to the playoffs is much more difficult. Yes, they have the Chicago White Sox, but the White Sox are a better team than Toronto. And whereas the Red Sox are falling apart and the Yankees have already clinched, the Washington Nationals still could have something to fight for. So it's... It's not good. Uh, being They took five out of six and unfortunately could not gain any ground this weekend. Both Friday and Saturday's games went to extra innings and the Red Sox just couldn't, couldn't pull it off. They fought back just to fall apart late, and that is unfortunate because if they had won both those games, man, uh, the Indians would be up a game right now and I would feel a lot more confident than being even just because of the road and what we see projected ahead it's going to be an interesting weekend that is for sure we are definitely getting uh getting into a bit of the sweat zone for this team uh it's been a fantastic season on the whole a lot of guys have really stepped up there's a lot of interesting players there's a lot of reason for excitement but there is also a lot of reasons for concern at least in terms of this final week we'll talk about the off season when the time comes but for now uh just continue to watch enjoy your off day today enjoy the low stress of no games going on before it turns into a breakneck uh final six days of the season with the indians battling to see if they can make it to the postseason again and what has been one of the best runs by any non-lebron team in my lifetime in terms of uh a playoff attendance and consistently going it's probably in my memory up there with you know the doherty uh price cabs that might be the most similar one though uh, they never made the championship and the indians made it all the way to game seven it was a very close one there so this is should be remembered as kind of a historic run for the cleveland indians no matter what happens in the end i want to thank everyone for listening rating and reviewing that really helps it is awesome we are in the itunes top 50 you know our numbers go up every month and that is thanks to you the listeners And remember, as always, go Tribe.